0: and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I'm really excited for this conversation because I don't feel like I have met someone with this kind of background and story, which you'll shortly learn about. Um, But my guest this week is Tracy Rodriguez, and she is the owner of Goals with Tracy. So thanks for joining me. And a fellow mob member. I forgot that. Sorry. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, yeah, we've been. I had to cancel last week, so I'm excited this was able to work out this week.
1: Me too. Yeah.
0: Me too. Awesome. Um, and you got your champagne and everything. I do. Awesome. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we were saying before, your have it's always nice to like sip champagne on sunny days. Like it's nice on like cloudy days too, but I don't know. I just feel like there's something about the sunshine and bubbles.
1: There's totally something about that. There's a big correlation. They're yes. both happy. Totally.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Yeah. How long have you been a mob member? That just made me think of it. And if anybody doesn't know the mob, that's the mom owned businesses. Um, So the mob Mm -hmm. nation, everybody should check it out.
1: Yes. Yes. So I have been a part of the mob for maybe a year, but I feel like so much has happened in that year. Mm -hmm. Like it feels like I've been a part of it for longer.
0: Yes. I know. It's like probably it's like the most welcoming community mm-hmm. I think I've ever met it's amazing me too me too yeah yeah I think I've I don't I think I've been in around a month um maybe not quite a year because I my first I was first introduced to the mom from Aria like we I just saw her on Instagram oh. and she was on the podcast and then I was like I have to join this I mean, she's amazing yeah. everybody else is gonna be amazing <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally
0: yeah well awesome well please um Tell us about your story. Like, I I didn't know about it until recently. Uh, It's an Mm -hmm. incredible story. So i just love for you to share and, and, you know, how you got into it and and everything that happened for open years. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I have been a personal trainer. I mean, I've been in fitness for my entire life. Even before I was an adult, I was just obsessed with fitness. And um, I've been a personal trainer for about 10 years. I loved what I did. I was, you know, super functional based. So always focusing on healing injuries and on making sure that things were done really well, um, really functionally for the body. But then in 2014, I was hit by a semi-truck. And when this happened, um, I got injured pretty badly. I recovered. And then, (laughs) and then, Um, Two weeks into my marriage with my fabulous husband, uh, the injury relapsed and I was totally disabled for a year. So I was, I mean, I was unable to walk or stand for any length of time for some of that period. Um, It was, we were newlyweds and that really threw us into like, how much do you love each other? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) How much does my husband love me to be able to help with all of this? And, And it was just an incredible growing experience for both of us. So incredible. And in that time, I furthered my education and my expertise and became a corrective exercise specialist. And I had been to physical therapists. I had been to chiropractors. Nobody could fix my pain. Nobody knew why it wasn't healing. Um, and then I, I took myself through the healing process and I'm now hundred percent recovered. So it just speaks to the power that we have to heal our chronic pain, even when we've tried everything and nothing has worked. Um, this is what worked for me. And so now I get to share that with, with my clients and it's the most incredible thing ever.
0: Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's you know, everybody's worst nightmare is something like that, yeah. you know, like, and you don't <laughs> think it'll happen. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy you were able to recover and then also to do it in, in your natural way. And then now you can share. Do you see, I have to think you probably see a lot of people with like inflammation and chronic pain that you're able to oh, help. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The people that I see. I mean, I always say to people
1: who have like tried everything are at their wits end. They're Mm -hmm. in so much pain and nobody is helping. I always say to those people, I am so glad you're here because you are my person. You are my person. You're my favorite type of person. And, um, yeah, so I deal with, you know, I work with people with with chronic illnesses that leads to inflammation, fibromyalgia, Lyme disease, um, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and like hypermobility, like all of the things that make things really rough on the body. That's what I love to help people through.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have a few girlfriends that have fibromyalgia and it's mm. I feel so bad for them yeah. because it's it's like, they can't, I feel like they can't put their finger on it. The doctors can't put mm-hmm. their finger on it. Like It's just like, you're in this like limbo all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's it's gotta so be hard. Yeah. Um, is there a certain approach that you like created your own or did you learn when you went, you know, when you said you furthered your education during your time, or is it like yeah. just what you, you learned that worked? It's a little bit of both. (laughs) So I really
1: think that there's some magic involved in this. Like, I really think that it's kind of like, what just happened? Like, that was some sorcery. Like, I even had somebody. It was so cute one time during a session. Um, (laughs) This girl said to me, are you a wizard? (laughs) Because she had been through, you know, so many appointments and so much. And then finally, in our first session, we found one of the causes of what was happening. So, you know, my my expertise and my education is in muscular imbalances, which are throughout the entire body. And people will honestly be like, you know, my knee has an issue. My ankle has an issue. My shoulder has an issue. My neck has an issue. And they'll be like, I'm just falling apart. I'm just getting old. That's Mm -hmm. what I usually hear. And what I say to them is no, you just have muscular imbalances that pull everything else out of stability. So your neck is pulling your shoulder, which is pulling your back, which is pulling your hip. And so the problem that we typically see is somebody goes to PT, which I think is phenomenal. PT is great. But if they go to PT and they only focus on the hip, But there are muscular imbalances throughout the entire body causing issues. Mm. You're not going to see healing. You're going to see a little bit of healing, maybe. But if we don't fix like this systemic root cause of what's going on, people aren't going to heal. So that's where I come in. Like people with disc issues, joint issues, a lot of this is caused by muscular imbalances. So I take people through the process of healing those from head to toe, healing the entire body from head to toe of the muscular imbalances. And we use every every means possible i have an ergonomist on my staff to make it a pain-free work environment i take people through body work called self myofascial release similar to trigger point therapy we do corrective exercises similar to pt but in a way that the body like it really respects the body's boundaries and so we use all different tools all different methods coming together to really fix the issue
0: I love that. That's amazing. Cause and you don't hear about stuff like that a lot. You know what I mean? I know. Like, I know so important. Um, that just made me think of something else. Like, you know, actually you started saying like your neck and your hip and your back and like, Oh, my mm-hmm. neck, like, like it just, <laughs> I can feel like. Yeah. <laughs> for those of us that like work from home, we work a lot. We, we sit at our desks. We don't move. Like, do you see a lot of imbalances and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And like, how would a business owner or like anybody listening be like, okay, I could start doing this one thing today or, you know, somehow to get started.
1: Yeah. That's such a great question. Ooh, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation. (laughs) I'm so glad.
0: (laughs) So sitting
1: is the new smoking and you might've heard that before and you'll hear it from me day in and day out. Sitting is the new smoking and with (sighs) the pandemic and working from home where we're not having the water cooler talk, like we're not getting up. To see our our coworkers, we're just sitting, like we're just sitting. That is such a problem for the body. There's not as much circulation. Sitting is the cause of a lot of muscular imbalances. Because the cause of muscular imbalances are root um the root cause is repetitive motions. And sitting is one of the most harmful repetitive motions we can do. So absolutely, I've seen such an increase in people who work from home in my clientele just because they've had so much more pain now that they're sitting more often.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, I would say, I mean, my go-to first and foremost, because you probably have some back pain if you're sitting a lot, you probably have some tension in your neck and your upper shoulders. My first go-to would be to use a lacrosse ball and do something called self myofascial release, um, which I post about all the time on my social media and my Facebook group. So um, if anyone wants to see that work pain-free community on Facebook, I post tutorials all the time there to do that. Um, I would also say your glutes are probably underactive. So doing glute bridges functionally where you only feel your glutes activating and that's where you lay down on the ground, you plant your feet underneath your knees and you bridge your hips up toward the sky, squeezing the glutes. Um, If you feel it in your back, you're going too far. If you feel it in your legs, you need to adjust. You only want to feel the glutes. That will be the beginning of helping the issue of why the back is hurting, or why the neck and shoulders are having to take over?
0: Oh, I love that! Yes, uh, I'm like taking all these notes, <laughs> like as I'm writing, because like, and you said circulation. Like, I've noticed I'm so cold over the last year. Oh, yeah. And like, just all of these things. that I guess you know, and it's easy. It, like, it feels like a slippery slope. Like when I sit for so long, it's like I don't really feel like doing anything after I get off work. Though I've you know, yeah. done nothing, but sit there and work. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> um, and what was the name of your Facebook group? And I'll, I'll be sure to link all that in the notes, but yeah, if people want to follow you and then I know it's goals with Tracy on Instagram, I think. Right.
1: So I just recently changed my Instagram name to Tracy Rodriguez, CES, just to give a little bit more clarity on what I do. So that's at Tracy Rodriguez, CES. But for my Facebook group, you can go to work pain-free community. That is what you can search for in Facebook. And that is where the gold is like. I post daily lives on how to fix every issue throughout the entire body. So like if you have any pain right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I need this, go into the group. That is my place where I want to be just a free resource to everybody that if you have pain, let's help it feel better.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. I will be joining <laughs> like, Yay. as soon as we get off of this.
1: <laughs> Would love to have you.
0: <laughs> um, I saw, I didn't click, I didn't read the whole article. I saw it yesterday. Um, but it, it was, it caught my attention because it was like mm-hmm. five point something million people die per year from being inactive. Yeah. And just like what you said, like the whole sitting and, and not like we just, we don't walk anywhere, not even for like working out. Like we don't, we're just not slightly yep. Active like we used to be. And that is scary that, like, you know, with all these other diseases, like, that's the kind of one of the underlying things causing a lot of the diseases.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, that's why they say the sitting is the new smoking, as that, like, it's the new slogan for healthcare workers to say, (laughs) because (laughs) it really is as detrimental as smoking, if not more so. I mean, we're seeing such uh, an upward growth, an upward trend in heart disease, in, Mm. you know, in cancer, you know, all of these things are affected by a lack of circulation. So we really need to keep our bodies moving for sure.
0: Yeah. Do you see this just made me think of something too. um, You know, we all kind of look down at our phone. Do you see a bunch Mm. of people with like all the neck and shoulder stuff? Oh, you know it. (laughs) How can we fix that? I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) You know it. So that's why I have ergonomics in my program. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Those repetitive motions looking down that causes a tight neck, right? And so if we're looking down day in and day out, we are going to form a shorter, like muscular system in the neck. It's going to pull the neck forward. It's going to pull the shoulders forward. We'll notice that we're rounding our shoulders more. We'll notice that we have more neck tension, and that's something called upper crossed syndrome. So if you guys have neck or or neck tension or shoulder tension, you probably have upper cross syndrome. I would recommend getting it checked out. Super important. But in order to change this, we would want to have an, like a straightforward gaze anytime you're looking at a screen. So if possible, you would want to relax your arm by your side while holding your phone and just try to have that kind of balance between almost being able to look straight forward at the screen and not having to like scrunch your shoulder up to hold it there. So just a balance in between the two. Um but that's probably the most helpful and then just take breaks. Like I know that that's absurd to us cuz we're just like on social media 24/7 but just take breaks. And that's going to help a lot too.
0: Yeah, oh I love that. And that doesn't seem like overwhelming. You know, it's like okay, I'll just try like try mm-hmm. and fix that one thing cuz I constantly look down so I'll just be like okay, now I have yeah. my neck up. Like I love yeah. that. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you said a word that I was going to ask about how if you have any tips on, you know, your mom business owner life, all, all the things like how do you balance like work and life or do you think there is a balance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have a newborn. I mean, she's she's almost
1: three months old, Uh, so that's not technically a newborn anymore. But it still feels like (laughs) like she's a newborn. (laughs) And I also have a toddler. And you know, the day I think it was two days after um, we gave birth to Nora, my daughter, we were launching a new version of the program. Mm -hmm. And so I had my VA set up and I had my automation set up for a lot of it. And, and, but, you know, it's a lot to be a business owner and a parent, um, especially as a mother, we balance so much, like, you know, we just have a lot on our shoulders. Um, so the biggest things that have been helpful for me have been time blocking and prioritization. So making sure that I have my priorities abundantly clear before I enter into my day, is the first thing that I need to do. Because if I do not have in my mind, okay, this is more important than this. This is more important than this. My work will try to take over for everything. And then my children will need attention and you know be crying for attention. And then it will be like the world is chaos and there is no <laughs> such thing as balance and I am losing my brain. Um, but if I enter into the day knowing my priorities, which for me personally are, okay, self-care, needs to be the first thing in the day. Otherwise, mama is going to lose it.
0: <laughs> <So
1: self-care laughs> yeah. needs and to there's be not enough like... champagne in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So self-care needs to be first. Like um, my time of taking care of my body, my spirit, my mind, that needs to be first before anything else to set off my day. And then time blocking so that you know, work is in this amount of time for the day. It does not take over with emails and with social media when I'm with my kids, um, because that is such like a scattered approach for me personally, where I'm just Mm like, oh my gosh, so much is going on. So I have my time block for myself. I have my time block for business. And then once that is over, I am with my kids and I try to be present. So I'm not like if I get an email, I have to tell myself, Tracy, it's okay to answer this during business hours, which is so weird for our culture right now. But like, Great. that is the way it should be is like somebody emailed me at 9 PM. I do not have to email them back at nine ten. Like I can wait until the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been huge for me. And I noticed that if, you know, my kids need a lot of attention that day, which they do right now in the season, my newborn has reflux right now, my toddler is, is dealing with some difficulty with that, then that's okay to be flexible and to change things as needed because I know that they are a priority above work. Like I yeah. entered into the day knowing... That they are more important than work. And so it's okay mentally if I have to rearrange work because that is the lesser important priority. So that's how it really helps me with time blocking is that even though I have structure for the day, it doesn't have to be rigid because I know what's more important.
0: Oh, I love that. It, that's just, it, you're so right. Like that's 100% on. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes, at least for me, I, sometimes I just get like so wrapped up, like, and it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. like, And if we don't have those priorities, which I have not been the best about just like Mm. setting boundaries, yeah, it it can go south really quick, you know, and then everybody feels it. So I just, I love that. Yeah. I've been there. I mean, (laughs) I've been on both sides, so I totally (laughs) understand what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like you said, there's always different seasons, you know? Um, Absolutely. So um, what, so what do you do? Like going back to your business stuff, like what is your, like, most favorite or effective way that you use to market your business?
1: So I'll be honest with you. I am not the marketing wizard. (laughs) Like (laughs) This is not my expertise. Um, I've recently gone into a coaching program, which has worked really well for me to help me understand more of what marketing is. Because for a long time, I was just word of mouth. Like for the majority of my business for like this entire 10 years, I was word of mouth because mm-hmm. people had great results and then they told more people. And then that was basically how I filled my schedule up. Awesome. Um, but you know, that can only get you to a certain point point. and me with my heart behind the business and with my intention behind my business, for me, it will only allow me to help so many people, right? Mm-hmm. Like to me, I am always asking myself, how can I serve better? How can I heal better? Uh, and how can I serve more people? and help them to heal. So, um, I started going to the mob about a year ago, started doing networking that way. That was an incredible boost to my business for sure. That was so awesome. Started doing vendor slots for their meetups, which are virtual meetups. Um, so just basically any opportunities that I've had to speak about how I can serve people in a way that connects with them, I've taken up um, Exhibit A, you know, podcast. That's always, I love, I love just sharing this information um, as much as I can. But now I'm starting to get more into social media, into having a funnel, into Mm -hmm. emails, having my email list. Um, I'm pouring more into my Facebook group, which has been so much fun because I get to provide value to so many more people. And you guys, I know every business owner on here, you are doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so anybody who is not excited about marketing like me, like I was not excited going into this to do anything other than word of mouth, mm-hmm. just think about your why and how much more effectively you can do your why if you can reach more people. And I, it gets really fun. So all of this stuff with my funnel and with my, um, with my email list and with my Facebook group, it's gotten so fun because I've gotten to reach so many more people with this information.
0: Oh, I love that. Yay. Yeah. Cause some people that aren't, you know, like that marketing is like their job or mm-hmm. that they're interested in like a lot <laughs> of people hate it, you know what I'm like? Yeah. why? <laughs> why would you hate it? You know, like, yeah. I love that you, you said that. And it also speaks to like the, how you're saying you can help more people, you know, and it's just like that showing up to serve. I feel like mm. once we put that first, like, yeah, things become fun. And like, and for me, like, I do not like video or I do not like, mm. you know, like I'm very introverted, but it's like, well, my, I'm just kind of being a jerk because I'm scared to do it. You know what I mean? Mm. So like. Yeah we show up for somebody else and we can help them or heal them. However, we can do what we do. Like that's just amazing. I love that you said that. Love it. Awesome. Um so my last question. Yeah, I kind of just touched on it like comfort zones. Like we mm. all have them. We all love them, <laughs> or at least I do. Um, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> how do you um you know, break out of your comfort zone to to yeah. grow and like do you have any tips on that?
1: Yes. So me personally, I am a performer personality type. Mm-hmm. I am an introverted extrovert. So I love speaking. I love sharing this information. I love getting to know people. <laughs> so that aspect of things where we're really like putting ourselves out there and doing the daily lives and and doing this and doing that. I am really enjoying it. Like I love that piece. My comfort zone, um, is in that in the big picture stuff and the creativity stuff my comfort zone is not so much in the details so that is for me like if there is something like detailed admin type of stuff um, that can get overwhelming for me really quick and so for me jumping out of my comfort zone and that means asking for help and that is not very easy for me as I'm sure it's not easy for most people listening. Um, so for me, it's been learning that I can do more if I do less, like I can do more if I don't do everything. And if I just, you know, dedicate this for this person, for my wonderful VA or this for, you know, my husband has been jumping in to do a few things, which I don't usually ask him to do because he has his own business, but like he's been, you know, kind of, it's been like a fun thing for us to do together lately. Mm -hmm. So like this, I'm going to ask for help with my husband and this, I'm going to have my, you know, help from this person. And that's been a really big eye-opener is that the less I do, the more that I'm serving people. And the more that I try to do the stuff that's outside of like my ability and my gifting, um, I'm just bogged down and not able to do nearly as much that's really affecting anything.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's such a great example because we all have like such our different strengths and comfort zones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, and I do find, yeah, sometimes it is, I don't know, why, why we as humans, it's so hard to ask for help sometimes, you know? Totally <laughs> like, is. Like I know. But yeah, it changes everything. It does. Yeah. So what now we're on your favorites. So what is your favorite book? So this is going to
1: sound so cheesy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've had all kinds of answers and we are not a judgmental group. So go for it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you my favorite book and
1: you'll have to look this up instead of just judging it by its name because its name <laughs> does not give its justice. Um, Frankie Presto and the Magical Strings.
0: Oh, I have never heard of that. What's it about?
1: It is a fiction book and it goes through this man's life um, and just he's a musician and Mm -hmm. it goes through like how his strings on his guitar are magical. That sounds so cheesy, so, so (laughs) cheesy, but it's amazing the way that just the artistry of the book and the way that everything is described. I, it's my favorite. And one of the reasons why it's my favorite is because my husband and I, um, we decided to like stop watching TV for a while and just read books together. And it was the first book that we read together. And so Mm -hmm. we would take turns, on date nights, like we would have our dinner and like our candlelight and we would just take turns reading the book. That sounds so cheesy, I'm sure, but oh, that's so it sweet. was, it was so wonderful. And just to like experience it with him and talk about it with him. I think it was part of the experience too, that made
0: it my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm going to check it out. Awesome. It, yeah. It made me think of like, does your toddler like trolls world tour, like their magical, like musical. He's screen? not there yet. Okay. He's not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> When you see it, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, I'm gonna be like, "My favorite book is like a
1: toddler show," but it's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What is your favorite drink?
1: My favorite drink. So okay, this is gonna be the corrective exercise person than me, (laughs) but water is my go-to, and honestly, it is my top favorite again, cheesy. I don't care. It is my favorite. And then um, if we're talking like alcoholic drink, I love a good cab.
0: Mm, Yeah, me too. I love a good cab. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, I had an interview last week and her favorite drink was water as well. So uh, yeah, we've had it a few times. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite thing to do to relax?
1: So I think being out in the sunshine with my family Mm. Is my favorite. I mean, especially now that we're having sunshine. Yes. My son is in the backyard. I'm just sitting out there in the sun, enjoying it. That's that's pretty amazing.
0: Yes, I agree. Um, favorite thing to well, you said you don't watch anything. Um, but yeah, usually ask, oh, that's not thinking, true. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a time. That was okay. a great time. Not, that was a season.
1: A short day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I think okay, everybody loves Schitt's Creek, but that's my favorite show. It's like literally made me
0: laugh when you said it. (laughs) It's so great. It really is. (laughs) Um, yeah, Schitt's Creek and Arrested Development, those are like my two favorites. I can watch them. Yes.
1: Do you like (laughs) The Office too?
0: Yes, I do.
1: (laughs) Love The Office. It used to be my favorite for so long, but then I watched it for like the one millionth time and I was like, okay, I can move on to a new favorite, but I still <laughs> love it so much.
0: I know it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last, where's your favorite place to go?
1: So my favorite place to go, I've only been there once, but we are planning on going back very soon. And that is the Bahamas. Mm. Yes. And we've been looking at at travel plans to go back very soon. So it's going to turn into a repetitive. Favorite place to go.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'll be amazing. That'll be so mm-hmm. fun coming, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, being in the Northwest all the way to the Bahamas. Like, what a fun exactly. trip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, yeah, you'll have to keep us posted and we'll look at your Instagram of all your post- yeah. pictures after y'all go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, awesome. Well, yeah, I know you mentioned your Instagram and Facebook community, which everybody should go join. Um, what is your website and anywhere else that anybody like anybody listening can connect with you?
1: Yeah. So to work with me right now, I am doing a full program, which includes the ergonomics, includes, you know, full staff of PT, ergonomist, um, corrective exercise, all of the stuff. So uh the website that you can go to to find out more about what I do is workpainfreeprogram.com. And then you can also check out those daily lives and just a whole bunch of really helpful tutorials if you have any pain at all from sitting at your desk or from, from anything at um, the Work Pain-Free community on Facebook. And that's my Facebook group.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm serious. I am going to join. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like the other day too. I was like, man, I have like no like I've run my whole life, but I'm just, I haven't been running. Cause I've been sitting. Cause like, yeah, it's just been so busy. And I was like, okay, like things are squishy now. Like I used to not always <laughs> be like, this. like something's got to change.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and what I usually tell people is like, I am not the person to lead you through running exercises because I am not about like the lose weight type of stuff. I'm more about the heel injuries type of stuff. But right. if you have pain that's standing in the way of you being able to run, hit me up sister. Cause that is exactly what I do.
0: Yes. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been such a great conversation and thank you for sharing your knowledge and even a few things that we can all do to get started while we're working at it, you know, doesn't have to be at home, just at a desk. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, it's been a great conversation. I'm so excited. We were finally able to connect. Me too. So Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks so much. And thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and are able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, join us in the Bubbles and Biz community. We have weekly accountability, and open office hour, and rotating events like group coaching from me, networking, expert guests, and more. Join us to connect, collaborate, and celebrate. Learn more at bubblesandbiz.co.